1045 CW, 96.9 Jonesboro, and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Let's go to work, brother! You play ball like a girl! This is the Workday Red Zone on the ticket, 95.3 and 9.70 a.m. K-N-E-A. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. What if I just didn't start talking for like two minutes? Just that would be made it that'd... super awkward and just let the music slowly fade in the background and just let everything get weird. Just let the silence ride. I, we're not going to do that today. Obviously, I've already opened my mouth and we've got two hours to kill. And while we might be able to go with 20 seconds of silence, two hours would really be pushing it. Uh, we've got a show. It is the Workday Red Zone. We do appreciate you tuning in. We're not going to be so doom and gloom for the entire program. We've got a lot of good stuff to talk about today. So uh, I think we'll be able to make it to 2 o'clock easily with some hoops, with some NFL playoffs, with some A-State news all on the agenda to be discussed today. Of course, this is the Workday Red Zone. We appreciate you tuning in here with us on the Ticket Radio Network. I hope by now you know where to find us on our radio dial. But of course, uh, don't forget you can listen online as well. 953theticket.com is where you need to head or download the TuneIn app and search for KNEA. If you would like to get in touch with us today, we are going to have some Five for Friday picks. So the number to call in there, 870-930-3776 on the Ritter Communications hotline. Also, uh, you can reach out to us on social media. That's facebook.com slash 95.3 The Ticket. And then on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. You can also search for the hashtag WDRZ to find today's question. I'm Kara Ritchie. I'm joined in studio by producer Andrew Bowen. Hey, hey. So everybody present and accounted for today. We'll catch back up with Cade Carlton next week as he continues his road trip with Arkansas State women's basketball. We'll look at their score here in just a moment. But it was a fun night last night for the A-State men's team. Started slow. You know, a 12-day layoff will do that to you. And they actually trailed by nine points coming out of the half. But... Uh, rallied there in the second half, a very good second half actually for the Red Wolves, and came away with a 75-70 to victory over UT Arlington. So a uh, big night for North Shadow Mirror, not that that's anything new, but 18 points, 16 rebounds there to lead the team. A-State will try to keep that win streak going tomorrow as they take on Texas State. 2 o'clock tip-off on 107.9 K-Fine. Meanwhile, uh, with the women's team last night in Mobile, just a a really off shooting night. A tough, tough night to get them to fall for the Red Wolves. And it led to a 73-65 setback against South Alabama. There was a bright spot in the game. Morgan Wallace recorded her 1,000th career point in the loss. She did finish her night with a double-double. Jaira Washington uh, with a fantastic night as well as she finished with 25 but the Red Wolves going to have to try and bounce back tomorrow in what's going to be a challenging one. At Troy, 4 o'clock is that game time on the Ticket 
Radio Network. Elsewhere for Arkansas State, big program news after we were off the air yesterday. News that honestly I did not see coming, but Arkansas State Volleyball now on the hunt for a new head coach. Santiago Restrepo has decided to step down effective immediately. And so now a national search begins for his replacement. We'll talk more on that later on today as well. Elsewhere, Arkansas looking for payback this weekend as they welcome Texas A&M to Bud Walton Arena tomorrow. Uh, Hogs lost to the Aggies by five points only a couple weeks ago in College Station. That game time on Saturday is at 7.30. And we will have some Grizzlies hoops for you tonight. Here on the Ticket Radio Network, they're on the road, still shorthanded, unfortunately, taking on Denver. 8 o'clock is your tip-off time. I thought about today just going with uh, five KavanaughCars.com questions and just having our five for Friday picks be the the question of the day. But we are going to throw out just a question of the day. And it's uh, this is a softball one, to be honest. I just want to know what's your must-watch game of the weekend? It could be college hoops. It could obviously be a fun slate of one of these NFL playoff games. Maybe you're keeping tabs on the Grizzlies tonight or another NBA team or NHL action. But that's it. What is your must-watch game of the weekend? And that is our KavanaughCars.com question. I tell you what, this is way early in the show to take a break, but we're going to do it anyways because we've got the question out there. We have mentioned we do have five for Friday picks. So the phone lines are open at 9303-776. But before we start trying to dive into, you know, half of the A-State game and then come back and talk more on it later, we're just, we're just going to go ahead and, and take a quick break here and come back and just... Dive into a whole lot of A-State chatter when we come back. Keep it right here with us. We'll be back in a moment on the Workday Red Zone. We're the station that loves bat flips, transition threes, and end zone dances. One, two, three. It's Northeast Arkansas' sports station. 95.3 The Ticket. The Northeast Arkansas Bridal Expo, the largest bridal expo in the region, is coming up Sunday, February 6th. This is our 25th year for the Bridal Expo, where we've connected over 7,000 brides with businesses all over the area to create their dream wedding. This year, they're predicting more weddings than ever for the state of Arkansas. For booth space for the Northeast Arkansas Bridal Expo, contact Lori at 870-930-0910. That's 870-930-0910. It's the largest bridal expo in Northeast Arkansas, Sunday, February 6th at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center in Jonesboro. Don't delay. Call for booth space today at 870-930-0910. New Core Steel, North America's most diversified steel and steel products company, is hiring. New Core Steel Arkansas and New Core Yamato Steel are seeking applicants for entry-level production positions. Come work for an elite company with highly competitive pay and amazing benefits. These positions offer an average starting compensation of 80000 Medical, dental, and vision plans, life insurance, education benefits and more go to jobs.newcorear.com to create a profile and join new course talent network then be online monday january 31st at 7 30 a.m when registration begins only a set number of applications will be accepted don't miss this chance to work for one of northeast arkansas's great companies new course steel and apply for this entry-level production position monday january 31st at 7 30 a.m at jobs.newcorear.com that's jobs NewCoreAR.com. NewCore is an equal opportunity, affirmative action employer, and a drug-free environment. At Centennial Bank, our focus has always been on the people and communities we serve. And that's something that will never change. We're passionate about the same things you are. That's why we're proud to support Arkansas State University and all our communities in Northeast Arkansas. 
whether it's opening up a new account, online or mobile banking, or helping you with a perfect loan. Our promise is to always be here for you. At Centennial Bank, we're banking with you in mind. Centennial Bank, member FDIC. See Placid Tire Service today for the right tire at the right price right now. Placid Tire Service is the area's biggest selection of in-stock tires at the lowest price with outstanding service, including our four tires, one-hour guarantee. Plus, we make the purchase easy on the budget with our Placid Tire Service card or no credit needed financing options. In Jonesboro on South Caraway and at our newest location on East Johnson Avenue, Placid Tire Service has the right tire at the right price right now. Come see us today at Placid Tire Service. It's John G. for George Kale Motors in Newport. Have you ever been to a car dealership and a salesperson chases you around like you stole something? At George Kale Motors, we won't chase you around or lie in front of your car to make you stop. But we will try to do everything we can to make you comfortable and enjoy your shopping experience. We offer great selection, great prices, and exceptional service after the sale. View our entire inventory at georgekalemotors.com or come see us at Newport. Off Highway 67, Exit 85, GMC and George Kale Motors, we are professional grade. Home buyers throughout Northeast Arkansas continue to praise the team at First Financial Mortgage. Here's what Angela had to say. We bought and refinanced through First Financial Mortgage. It was an easy, stress-free process both times. We will continue to use them and refer everyone to them. I also had a friend getting a mortgage from a bank, and she was having a horrible experience. I gave them the number for Mary at First Financial Mortgage, and now they own their own house, which relieves so much stress for them. Call Mary Tucker today, 935-7808. First Financial Mortgage, equal housing lender, member FDIC. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. It's Kara and Andrew hanging out with you today. We've already thrown out the KavanaughCars.com question. Just curious, what is your must-watch game of the weekend? Also, we have our five for Friday picks ready to go for the NFL playoff divisional round. So, uh, all set to take your answers on that. A gift card to be a burrito is on the line because, hey, why not? I... I almost thought about going in a different direction with the question of the day today, but I've kind of bombarded you guys with basketball talk, so I didn't know if I wanted to necessarily make that the primary focus of the show. But I want to ask you another question before we go into, you know, last night's game recap and looking ahead to tomorrow is Arkansas State men's basketball host Texas State. Has this team caught your attention yet? And I ask that because, you know, you look at the box score last night, from First National Bank Arena, and I, I get it was a Thursday night game, but there were 1,161 people in attendance. So, attendance right now is still poor. And I get it, there is uh, there is a national and statewide and countywide COVID search, uh, surge, so I know some of you staying at home for that reason, but I just feel like there's still... Not very many people talking about this team. And is that because of, you know, are are you staying home because of health reasons? Or are you staying home because you got frustrated with A-State basketball two years ago or 12 years ago? And it's going to take a lot more than just one good season to get you back. Because this is a good team. This is a fun team. So I'm curious, A-State fans, 
like, where are you? Both in terms of how you feel about it and physically, like, where are you? Why are you not at the games? Go to the phones. Miss Lisa is with us on the Ritter Communications Hotline. How are you? Well, better. I'm hanging in there. I meant to ask you, Andrew, what did you think about the wide receiver flipping off Tennessee and going to Texas? Uh, I mean, it is. Or do you know what I'm talking about? I I vaguely know what you're talking about. It's been a long week, but uh, (laughs) I, uh, (laughs) yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I'm not too upset. If it's what I think, I think he about. made a mistake. I think he made a mistake. Yeah, so, I, I think anyway. it is. I think it is quitting early on the team. But I mean, you know, I can't control it, so I just got to move no, on. No, we can't. We just have to roll with our team and forget about it. Okay, exactly. let me do my picks, and I'll give you my two cents on your question. Okay, uh, over or under forty-seven and a half points scored in the 49ers at the Packers. Under. Will the team leading at the half in Bengals at Titans win the game? Yes. Of the four games that are on the slate, how many are going to be decided by seven points or less? Oh, let's go all four. Okay. Hey, I'm with it. Which quarterback is going to throw an interception on Sunday? Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, neither or both? Neither. Who wins in Bills Chiefs? Well, I'm one of these people back years ago that loved the Bills because of Joe Ferguson of the Razorbacks. So I've got to go with the Bills. Okay. Hey. Plus, they had the best Snickers commercial ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> hey, they, they had a, a pretty good game last week, too. So you can also roll with them for, for recent results and, and no judgment there. Yes. Are, Hey, our tiebreaker this week, Miss Lisa, passing yards for the Rams, Matt Stafford. Um, okay, the question is how many passing yards will he throw for, correct? Yes, correct. Matt Stafford. I'm not a big Matt Stafford fan. I think he was overrated in college, and I think he's overrated now. <laughs> so I'm going to say 222. Well, uh, I did Tom Brady last week, so I had to switch it up this week. Yeah, well, I, I hey, once you do Tom Brady, how do you follow that up? <laughs> well, I mean, seriously, how do you follow that up? When we were at the bowl game down at the Outback Bowl, I mean, everywhere you look in that place and that ship of a stadium, I loved it, by the way, mm-hmm. it's Tom Brady this and Tom Brady that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just. It's phenomenal. Uh, how many was at the Jonesboro, uh, the ASU game last night? 1161. You know, I don't know what the answer is. I don't know if they're tapping out their fan base. I don't know if people, I don't think it's COVID anymore. We've been dealing with this stuff for two years. Yeah. I don't think you can, I think that's a cop out. Now, there are a lot of things going on with high school that people, you know, have to go attend with their children. But um, I can remember, I'm going to speak for my dad. He's not here to speak for himself. He was always a Razorback fan, but he went with the old field house. He went to all the ASU home games just to have something to do. Yeah. And it didn't matter what was going on. I mean, if somebody was at the funeral home, you know, he went the next day. 
So I think people have, um, I don't know what the word is. I think people have just found better things to do. And uh, I don't know how you do that. when If you've got a team and you sit home and they're playing, that was a big game for them last night. In fact, I'm glad they won it. And uh, maybe people will turn out tomorrow. But 11-61 or whatever you said, I don't care who the coach is or who the players are or who the fans are. That's unacceptable. I mean, it's just unacceptable. That's my two cents. Thank you for taking. Thank you for calling, Miss Lisa. Thanks for listening. I don't have a big argument there. I don't like that number either. And uh, yeah, you know, you you have Thursday night. What I think it's four A basketball that plays on on Thursday night. I'm not sure who all was was at home uh, last night or not. Who all was on the road? But Saturday, I don't think there's a whole lot going on. In Jonesboro, I can certainly tell you, you guys aren't going to be outside doing any yard work or anything. It's too cold for that. So, nine three zero three seven seven six. We'll recap that winner uh, coming up here in just a moment. Um, like it, it was uh, certainly a good one last night as you face uh, one of the tougher teams in the Sun Belt. And it's a game A-State needed to win to be able to keep pace in the standings. Have another tough matchup coming up tomorrow that we'll look at here in a moment. But uh, let's go to the phones. Chuck's with us. How are you? Doing good, Kara. How are you today? Hey, I'm good. Thanks for calling. Hey, this is first time since, what, the early 90s or mid-90s that they've been 12-4 and in this season? In it, the first 16 games? Yes, it has been since... Ninety-six, ninety-seven. Okay, that's not the year that they made it to the NCAA tournament, is it? No. Okay, but was Chico on that team anyway? I thought so. Okay. Uh yeah. I don't. What's a what's a combo said? Eight, nine thousand. Yeah, I think max capacity is is nine ish. Okay, and I mean, they only had 1,100 out there last night and change. I mean, it wasn't even a quarter full. I mean, how can you not go out and support these guys? You know? I mean, I mean they're having a great season. It's kind of the question is, is where is everybody? You know, I'm like Miss Lisa. I don't think it's a COVID deal. But I wouldn't say, I wouldn't go as far as they found something better to do. They may have found something other to do. You know, in their mind, it may be better. I'm not much on basketball, so, you know, I don't know. That's the reason why I don't go watch them. Yeah. You know, but maybe I should, but I don't. You know, I'm just not much on basketball. I mean, that's I don't, that's fair for a lot of people in this area you know football is kind of your your main love and that's what you gravitate towards but um I, I do feel like you know or at least I hope if you're a diehard fan of a, a local team you can at least support some of the other sports some of the time right right you know I mean just like when the Buckeyes are playing basketball I don't keep up with them you know I'm not gonna lie to you you know I mean you know NCAA football is 
what I gravitate to. Yeah. You know, and I don't know, you know, with the people out here, you know, have they ever had a real good turnout at a basketball game out there besides the NIT game when Arkansas come out here? Well, I mean, when it first opened, you had uh, you had great crowds quite a lot. And, of course, that was a while ago. That was in the late 80s. And then, you know, you get into uh, later on, I think a lot of people kind of lost some interest during the tail end of the, you know, Dickie Nutt era, which was in the early 2000s. And then, you know, there was some... Some new excitement when when Tom or Tom Tom not Tom Brady when John Brady was was brought in based on what he had done at LSU, but then you know that that kind of waned because the results didn't always match up with with what people expected. So you've kind of had about a twenty year slog now with this program with with relatively few bright spots. I mean, were there a lot of was there big crowds when? I want to say his name is McCaz, and the guy that left here that had the twenty win game or twenty win season, and then went to North Texas. Am I saying his name right, McCaslin? McCasland, uh, yes. Uh, and and you know, it was kind of one of those things where where the momentum grew throughout the year. Uh, I would actually, I'm kind of trying to go back and find out maybe what attendance was about this time um, in the McCasland era. It, I mean, it, it continued to grow throughout the season. So by the time you got to uh, the end of the year, you were seeing crowds of about four and five thousand um, there at at the convo, which was a lot of fun. But I mean, you got you got a ways to go from eleven hundred to forty five hundred. Right, right. You do have a way to go. Well, what was your other question what's, of the day? What's your must watch game of the weekend? Me, I think it's got to be uh, the Cincinnati and Tennessee game. Okay. I want to see how far Joe Burrow actually takes them in their second in his second year. I think he's going to be a stud. I don't. I don't uh, disagree. But yeah, I don't know if they if he has the supporting cast yet to make it happen. Well, we'll see. I mean, I think he's got a real good chance of beating Tennessee this weekend. Okay. All right, let's do some pickings, and I'll get off here and let somebody else on. I almost forgot we had picks for a second. All right, over under 47.5 scored in Niners at Packers. I'm going to say under. Will the team leading at the half in Bengals Titans win the game? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Of these four games on the slate, Chuck, how many are going to be decided by seven points or less? I'm going to go with Miss Lisa and say four. I, I really hope y'all are right. Last weekend's slate was not fun. Um, which quarterback is going to throw an interception on Sunday? Patrick Mahomes? Josh Allen? Neither one of those guys or both of those guys? I think both of them will. Um, who wins that game? Bills Chiefs? Man, I'm going to go with the Bills. I'm hoping the Bills win, and I'm hoping that uh, the Bengals win. Okay. Give us your tiebreaker here, passing yards for Matty Stafford. I'm going to say 175. We got it. Thank you, Chuck. You're welcome. Y'all have a great weekend, and go Buckeyes and go Red Wolves. Thanks, Chuck. We appreciate it. 9303-776, the number to call. Uh, We've been discussing, you know, attendance woes, this, that, and the other for Arkansas State basketball, but 
We can speculate on the cause of those for days. What we do know is that A-State got a win last night to improve to 12-4. and And it unfolded not necessarily in in a surprising way and what I mean by that is A-State didn't look great coming out of of the gate you know you had Desi Sills who picked up two fouls in like two and a half minutes Um, A-State early was called for a couple offensive fouls you know made some turnovers early and they looked like a team that hadn't got to play a different opponent in 12 days which is exactly what they were but uh, credit to them obviously you know once it got closer um, to, to the end of the first half, and then especially once the second half started, it's like they had been able to, they, they shook off all the rest in the first half, they were able to get it together, and then the second half was a completely different story entirely. I mean, every single possible thing you can look at from a statistical standpoint, from an attitude standpoint, everything was better in the second half. I mean, they shot they shot 60%. In the second half, compared to 39% in the first half. 2-9 from 3 in the first half, 4-8 in the second half. Uh, One of the things that I liked about the second half is that A-State continued to just be aggressive in, you know, driving the lane and making those plays in the paint. And so what happens when they do that? They get to the stripe. So after only shooting two free throws in the entire first half last night, they got to the stripe 20 times in the second half. And capitalized by hitting 15 of those. So, pretty good night there. So, again, just so many things they did well. Also, you know, on, on defense, everything was better. They they held UTA to a lower field goal percentage in the second half, a lower three-point percentage in the second half, and just kind of really clamped down on, on some of their good guys. Uh, David Azor, I guess, like, he got his from a from an average perspective. He averages, like, 17, and, and he scored 18 but they kind of kept everybody contained in the sense that there was not one Maverick player who, who went off. You know, Kaoderichi, Agabundu, Ayogu, obviously that guy, in addition to being a mouthful, is a really good rebounder and, and uh, a good test for Omir. And look, Omir won that, won that battle easily. So just all in all, a solid night for Arkansas State. Stats-wise, I mean... I feel like we're eventually going to get to a point where, not intentionally, but just because we see it every day, we're going to have to work as fans not to take North Shadow Mirror for granted. Because we see it every time. But last night was what has become a typical Omir performance. 18 points, 16 rebounds. That's just what he does. So... As as fans, again, we're going to have to start, challenge ourselves not to just expect that because players like that don't just come along. You you look at the number of players who average double doubles for their entire college career, which is what he is currently doing, and it's not a long list, and it's a really short list when you're talking about guys who've done it in the Sun Belt. So yeah. th- so that's what we get to see right now in conference play. Omir is averaging 22 and 14, and those are just absurd numbers. He's second in the country in field goal percentage, second in the country in offensive rebounds per game, fifth in double-doubles, sixth in total rebounds per game, tenth in total rebounds, period, despite Arkansas State losing several games off their schedule this year, and 11th in defensive rebounds per game. Again, our, our, our challenge is going to be not 
taking him for granted because we're lucky that we get to see it every single game. More on what he's been doing lately to continue to put up these numbers. Let's go to the phones and check in with D-Money. How are you? Pretty good. How are you today? Hey, doing good. Thanks for the phone call. Uh, I just think the reason you're getting such poor attendance numbers is for the past two years, we've been at, we've been being conditioned, oh, be afraid of everything, and the whole, you know, oh, we're all going to die. When you have a, a leader that says it's going to be a stop, winner of death. Stop, stop, This is not a all political right, show. This is not KBTM. I know you know what number that is on your dial. I know. I, I just think that that's the, the, the big part of the problem is we've, we've been, we everybody's used to staying home now, and now, we you know, you have access to the ESPN Plus thing, and you can watch all the games on TV, and I just think that that's a big part of it. And, you know, you and I think y'all hit the nail on the head with the COVID surge. I think a lot of people are afraid to go out. I do, so, you know, I, I do completely agree with you in the sense that now, and, and this is an issue across all fan bases, with the fact that you used to have to, especially as a Sunbelt or mid-major fan, I mean, five years ago, if you wanted to see the games, you had to get up off your butt and go watch them in person. Because yep. if not, it was either, you know, you either watch it in person or you listened on the radio and those were your only options. And now you can watch it in the comfort of your home. It's cold right now. You don't have to get right. all bundled up and go and worry about getting your kids in their giant outfits and trying to smuggle them into a car seat and then dealing with all of that and getting them in and out when it's 30. I mean, you just sit in front of your TV, crank up the fire, and you're good. Yeah, and the other part, too, is, I mean, you've got, now you've got Netflix, Hulu, Hulu you know, Paramount, Peacock, you got all those. I mean, there's so many things vying for people's attention. It, it's just, it's it's unfortunate. I mean, we have so many choices now. So, like, and like you said, nobody wants to give their kid the Randy treatment from a, from a Christmas story and get them all bundled up. So it's just, I think that's a big part of the problem. And I think that the past of the team not really having a lot of success is another issue. Now, if they come out and have a great year and go to the NCAA tournament, I think next year it turns around. I think you start seeing some more numbers. But it's just there's so much going on in society from COVID to, to, you know, so much else to watch. So I... I think that's just an unfortunate byproduct of the overwhelming amount of material that's out there. We'll switch gears for for just a moment, and uh, I want you to weigh in on the question of the day. What's do you have a must watch game of the weekend? <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I'm really excited about the two AFC games. I I have absolutely zero interest in the NFC. Okay. I, I don't know why it just it. The, I don't really like Green Bay. I, anything California, I'm not real fond of. But I just want to see, is Derrick Henry going to play? Can Joe Burrow continue to have success? Uh, can Josh Allen keep tearing it up? Uh, it's you know, There's a, just so much more intrigue in the AFC games than there is in the NFC, I believe. Fair enough. So, I don't know. Let's play some picking and a grinning. All right, let's go for it. D money over under forty seven and a half scored in Niners at Packers. And that's playing that that's in Green Bay, correct? It is, yes. And I can only imagine it's gonna be extraordinarily cold. I'm gonna go under. 
I, I do feel like the for, the forecast might for that game might be like a couple degrees warmer than it was in Buffalo last week, but I don't I don't uh, it, it might not I don't know <laughs> I don't think it's going to be a whole lot. It's and uh, again, that's the night game. That's the late game. Who is doing this scheduling for this? Yeah, I don't know. Good gravy! Why on God's green earth do you want to torture people like that? Because they know the I mean, fans will show up regardless, and they're trying to get more TV viewers. I guess so, but gosh, Almighty! I mean, if if I'm a, a season ticket holder at Green Bay, and I know they're used to cold weather, but I'd write a very sternly worded uh, letter to the <laughs> NFL and be like, "Look, man, I, you know, hypothermia is great, but deep hypothermia at hours on end." I don't know about all that action. Well, we'll get through these these uh, these picks, and we'll let you send a mean tweet to the NFL. Okay. Um, uh, all right, uh, where are we at here? Will the team leading at the half in, in Bengals at Titans win the game? <laughs> yes, yeah, I, I think so. Of the four games on the slate, how many are going to be decided by seven points or less? Two. Which QB is going to throw an interception on Sunday? Mahomes, Josh Allen, neither or both? I'm going to say neither. Who wins that game, Bills-Chiefs? Good gravy. That is that is going to be such a great game. You know, I'm going to go with the Bills. I, I just think they, for some reason, they've just seemed like they've got the mojo working. All right. Tiebreaker, total passing yards for Matty Stafford. And where is that game being played? Is that in L.A.? No, that game is being played at Tampa. So they got to go cross country. I'll give Maddie Stafford two hundred and seventy-two yards. Hey, we got it. Yeah, I got to ask this question: what What's the uh, the, the COVID policy for the uh, Sun Belt tournament? Is it if you can't play, you just forfeit? You know what? That's a good question, and I don't know if that decision has been made. Um, I know that. You know, before the basketball season, they kind of adjusted protocols in terms of making those games no contest. And then they're going to meet next week and talk about additional spring sports, you know, baseball, whatever else. But it seems like it would have to be. I I don't know what else you're doing there. You can't push back a game three days. Um, Right. uh, There's not – you have very, very, very – Limited options if a team cannot play. I mean, and and really, you kind of have one option only, and that's that's a forfeit. I don't know what else, what in the world else you would do. Well, the other part of it too is with what is it? Little Rock has missed how many games? Like three, four, five, something like that. Uh, Little Rock, the men have missed three. Okay, so how do they go about seeding them? Is it based on winning percentage, or what are they? What is the determining factor? And I apologize, I didn't scroll far enough. Little Rock has missed four. So, so with the seeding in in the Sun Belt, so what they're going to do at the end of the season is they're going to take all the games that everybody's played and you know get that average because nobody in the league is going to end up playing all eighteen of their scheduled games, right? So you take the, right, no, you, it's not going to happen. You take the average of what teams have played. And if any team is under 80% of that average, they automatically drop to the bottom of the bracket, no matter what the win percentage is. But everybody who's, who's north of that, you just, you just go by win percentage. Oof. Okay. I mean, that, ah, wait, that, that, is, that is getting super complicated. It is, but they have calculators for that, and 
they'll figure it out. Yeah, I mean, it, I just I just hope they're able to do the tournament and not have anybody forfeit or anything because it just to me that is just such a such a difficult thing as a coach as a player you know to say hey we can't play yeah. you know because somebody's sick and it just to me it just uh, it's ruining things. So. All righty. Well, everybody have a nice day. Have a nice weekend. And uh, oh, by the way, high school wrestling is in its in its, in its real swing right now. Okay. As a matter of fact, that's where I'm heading. I'm going to Bryan for a tournament, and the state tournament will be the 17th, 18th, and 19th in Little Rock. If anybody wants to go see what high school wrestling is all about, uh, I'll be at the uh, Jack Stevens Center on the campus of UALR. Appreciate the heads up. Thanks, D Money. Have a good weekend. Have a good one. Thank you. We'll see you. Hey, uh, let's go ahead and hit pause. We're a little bit overdue for a break. Do you want to come back and look at uh, Arkansas State's game coming up tomorrow against Texas State? And then also, of course, dive into this volleyball news as well. Haven't touched on that much today. That is on the way when we return here on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone with Kara Ritchie. Weekdays from noon to 2 on Northeast Arkansas's Sports Station. 95.3 The Ticket. Rice and hogs up. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB New Market Report. Corn on the rise as well with March corn at 6.15 up four. May corn at 6.12 and a quarter up one and a half. March soybeans at 14.14 and a quarter down 11 and a half with May soybeans at 14.22 and three quarters down 11 and three quarters. March wheat at 7.95 and a half down four and three quarters with May wheat at 7.89 and a half down four. March cotton at 121.50 down 137. May cotton at 118.44 down 123. March rice at 14.86 up nine. May rice at 15.07 up 11. Moving on to livestock now. February live cattle 137.97 and a half down 35. With April live cattle 142.35 down 82 and a half. January feeder cattle 160.50 down 67 and a half. With March feeder cattle 163.77 and a half down 117 and a half. February lane hogs at 86.30 up 137 and a half. April hogs at 95.60 up 160. That's your EAB New Market Report brought to you by Pico Foods. Now buying corn and milo direct from local farmers' bins in Arkansas, Alabama, Missouri, and Mississippi. Farmers, before you book your new crop corn and milo, call Pico Foods. Pico Foods is buying both new crop and stored corn and milo right now at competitive prices. The eighth largest poultry producer in the U.S. and a fourth-generation family-owned business, Pico Foods believes in supporting local producers. So they buy corn and milo from farmers year-round and at always competitive prices. Call today in Arkansas, Missouri, David Durham or James Chester, 870 in Alabama and Mississippi, contact Craig Bird or John Taylor Hickman at 601-670-9383. Not all soils are created equal. To a farmer, that's nothing new. Different parts of your field yield differently. Advertising shares a lot of similarities. There are more choices than ever about where to put your advertising dollars. A recent survey shows farmers rely on radio for their ag news almost five times as much as social media. To use another metaphor, farm radio is the best soil for planting those seeds of advertising. This message brought to you by the National Association of Farm Broadcasting. Y'all don't wait to lose weight. Your weight loss journey can start right now today at the all-new Elite Total Health in Jonesboro. You see, Elite Total Health is weight loss done differently. At Elite Total Health, your weight loss journey is medically assisted and supervised by a doctor, a nurse practitioner, and a team of nurses. And they're going to customize a plan that's going to fit your life and your goals. And they're going to help you the healthy way. And it doesn't matter if you want to lose like five pounds or 75 pounds. The team at Elite Total Health will be there every step of the way. So if there's one thing I've learned over the years, it's that we can't take a one-size-fits-all approach to diet. Because we're all built differently from our body composition to our hormones. So stop choking down those bars and shakes and stop trying those fat diets that just crash your metabolism schedule your weight loss consultation today with elite 
Total Health. They're open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. until 6 p.m. You can call 870-206-8250 or go see them at 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Elite Men's Health and Rob Taylor State Farm. Don't wait to lose weight. Get started today with Elite Total Health. Central Buick GMC is Central Satisfaction. What is Central Satisfaction? Making sure you get the best deal on your next vehicle and award-winning customer service after you buy. Central Buick GMC has new inventory arriving daily, but it's going quickly. Come in and reserve yours today. Central also has hundreds of pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Central Buick GMC is Central Satisfaction. 2907 East Parker Road and online at centralbuickgmc.com. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Andrew with you. 9303776. What is your must-watch game of the weekend? Gavin is going with Titans Bengals. Should be a fun one to start the NFL slate tomorrow. Again, I'm just just hope both teams have fun. I just I don't want to see I don't want to see the games I watched last weekend. Barely watched football last weekend. They were not competitive. Not interested in seeing a repeat of what yeah. we saw last week. Uh, I do hope for some of you that your must watch game of the weekend is going to be Texas State at A State because I do think we're going to see a competitive matchup tomorrow at First National Bank Arena. It's certainly an important one. I mean, both of these teams coming into the Game tomorrow, sitting at you know second in the Sun Belt in terms of three and one records uh, for these teams overall, identical twelve and four records in terms of several things statistically. There's some good ways that these teams match up in terms of points per game, but of course, there's a couple of things that Texas State does a little bit better. There's a couple of things that Arkansas State does a little bit better. But, I mean, here's, here's the deal. I don't think Mike Bellotto has beat Texas State yet. And if, if he has, it happened early in his time at A-State. And so it's, it's time for that to happen. For this to continue to be a year where you get everybody on board, you've got to start doing things you haven't done in the past. And one of those is going to beat the Bobcats. Okay, okay. 9303776 is the number to call here as we go to the Ritter Communications Hotline and check in on Zach. How are you? What's up, Kara? What's up, man? Not much. How are y'all? Good. You? Good. I'm good. Cold, but good. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's a little chilly today, isn't it? Yeah, I'm inside, so I'm okay. <laughs> well, monkey rub it in. Anyways, uh, I think all the games this weekend is going to be good to watch. Uh, of course, of course, you know, I'm want to see if Tampa can continue on and, and defend their title. Uh, sure hosting the Rams, but uh, I think every game is going to be good. Again, I just, uh, I, I hope I, I hope that we're all kind of speaking it into existence today because last week, you know, collectively the NFL kind of laid an egg. Well, except for the Cowboys-49ers game, that was kind of a nail-biter there at the end. Yeah, but it still made me mad. Just <laughs> Why? Because, you a Cowboys fan? No, I'm, you know what? I'm not. I, I don't really have a rooting interest in the NFL. I'm kind of a bandwagon Saints fan because I like DeMario, but I, I don't have a big-time team that I root for. And, of course, I cheer for all my, my fantasy football guys throughout the season. But but that game was just – there were so many times that, that Dallas did things that looked sloppy or undisciplined. And then, of course, some of the play calling there at the end, it was just an insult to football. 
and an insult well, to football then, fans. And then Dad got mad because the uh, uh, ref had to set the football. You know, he, you can't you can't set it. You know what I mean? Yeah, they should have got the way made way for the referee to get there. Well, as soon as they got the ball, he should have turned around and, and thrown it to the official instead of well, yeah. trying to set it himself. Yeah. Immediately yeah, in that situation, he find the official. Right. Has Aaron Rodgers formerly been named the uh, 2021 MVP yet? Uh, no. When does that come out? <clears throat> That's what I'm asking. No, I, I don't know. I don't remember when they do the, the MVP announcement I think in the NFL. I think it's right before the Super Bowl. I think. But I could be wrong. Don't, yeah. Don't February 12th yeah. Is, okay. is when that's no. going to come out. So we still got a couple the, weeks to wait. The 49ers have had the Packers number in the past in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. you know, we'll see what happens there. I'm, I'm not an Aaron Rodgers fan. I, you know, I know he is a, he's a great quarterback, and this will be his fourth MVP. But uh, I'm just not a fan of his. There's something about him. He's a drama queen. Oh, yeah. He's got, you know, and he needs a haircut, too. That hair of his will start to look a little bit nappy. You know, he's got to get that long hair tight. He's going for the, looking like a, like a uh, Woodstock or something. <laughs> you know? Don't you all agree? I find it humorous that this is totally like an old man telling a kid to cut his hair segment right now. Old man telling a kid, uh, he's not that much younger than me, Kara. I know. You're, you're, not old and, you're not old and he's a kid. And he's not a kid. But that's exactly <laughs> yeah. what this segment sounds like. Well, I guess. Well, I'll stop with the hair talk then. <laughs> Anyways, but, yeah, I think, uh, i tell you what, I want to see how the Bengals are going to... Uh, against uh, the return of Derrick Henry. That's yeah. going to be interesting. Yeah, that's yeah. a big storyline. What's he going to look like yeah. when he comes back? I wonder if that foot's 100% or if he's, you know what I mean, if he was kind of come back earlier or what. Yeah, if this is, but, uh, if he's actually healthier, is he's just at a point where he can, the pain tolerance is more manageable than it has been in recent weeks. Maybe it's probably a little I, bit of both. I know Tracy is a Rams fan. He still has hard feelings against Tom Brady for a few years ago when they played in the Super Bowl. He's the Patriots and beat his Rams and very low scoring game was, but uh, I'm sure they'd like to get some some uh, revenge against uh, Tom Brady, you know. Yeah, and I mean at this point in time, Tom Brady is beat enough coaches and teams and players on his way to his multiple titles that there's probably a, a lot of people who um, who are looking for some kind of payback here and there. Yeah, sure enough. It's a long list Anyways. at this point. Hey, you want to make some picks or no? I gotta go right now, Kara, but I will uh catch you on the flip side. All right, sounds good. Have a good weekend. We've got to take a break. We'll be back in a minute for more here on the Workday Red Zone. We are the station that always has our howl on. Northeast Arkansas Sports Station. 95-3. The ticket. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. We've seen some great quarterback rivalries throughout the years. Peyton Manning versus Tom Brady. Steve Young versus Troy Aikman. It's a list that goes on and on and on. But this weekend's matchup between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills could feature the NFL's next great quarterback matchup. Patrick Mahomes, one of the most talented passers in recent memory, and his Chiefs are looking to make the Super Bowl for the third consecutive year. That shouldn't concern the Bills. Buffalo has their own star QB in Josh Allen, and they've already defeated Kansas City once this year. Despite that win, the Bills are probably still thinking about revenge. The Chiefs ended Buffalo's season in the AFC title game last year. Sunday will provide Allen the opportunity to return that favor. We don't know what the outcome will be this weekend, but it's probably a safe assumption this won't be the last time that these quarterbacks will face off in the postseason. But for now, let's just enjoy their latest matchup this weekend. 
I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. And now, and now, a message from Discover about real rewards. If you're a loyal credit card customer, you should be rewarded for your loyalty, preferably with something that you actually want and something that you can actually use, something like cashback match. Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically, dollar for dollar, because when it comes to rewards, you can't go wrong with cash back. Finally, rewards that make sense. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match limitations to apply. Remember all those big dreams you used to have and then life made other plans? With a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van, it's time to bring those dreams back. Start your own business or commit to van life with a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van. Now, you could win the Mercedes-Benz Sprinter Mode 4x4 that we have. Enter the Dan Patrick Show Ultimate Camping Rig Sweepstakes. To enter, get official rules. Visit danpatrick.com or foxsportsradio.com. Have to do it by February 2nd for your chance to win. The folks at 1812 Pizza Company want to thank you for supporting locally owned businesses during times like this. At 1812 Pizza, still feeding your family the best pizza, sandwiches, and salads at all three of their locations. You can get curbside pickup in Manila or at Hilltop, and the Ray Street location has a drive through window. Delivery's available from all 1812 Pizza locations, and it's brought to your door by one of their employees, not a third-party company. From their family to yours, thanks for eating local with 1812 Pizza Company. Need health insurance now? Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield's limited duration plans provide affordable coverage designed to cover you for the length of time you need it. You don't have to wait to shop for health insurance. You can apply for these policies at any time. Call Woody Harrelson at 870-897-5000 or come see Woody at 2512 Alexander Drive in Jonesboro today. Woody Harrelson is a soliciting agent for Arkansas Blue Cross, an independent licensee of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Association. Plans available only to residents in Arkansas. Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone, 930-3776. What is your must-watch game of the weekend? That's our KavanaughCars.com question. More on A-State coming up in Hour 2. Again, still haven't really dived into uh, the A-State volleyball news yesterday with Santiago Restrepo stepping down. We'll look at that statement and that info, as well as some A-State women's basketball coming back in the second hour of the program. Again, uh, men's basketball tomorrow, though, I don't know how many times we've mentioned this already. 2 o'clock is your tip-off time against Texas State, and 1.30 is your pregame. Just a heads up, Texas State is is leading um, the, the Ken Palm rankings as well as the net rankings for the Sunbelt Conference. So this this is a key game tomorrow at First National Make Arena. Last night, a, a good night there. Maybe not so much a good basketball night across the river. And if you somehow have not checked social media since yesterday, maybe you don't know what I'm talking about. But when it happened last night, it seemed like it was everywhere. And it was Penny Hardaway's comments to the Memphis media last night after the Tigers struggled. And honestly, that's kind of been a, a trend lately. Memphis Tigers basketball has not been playing all of that well. And last night it was a 72 to, excuse me, a 72, 62, 7-0, <laughs> uh, setback for the Tigers. And they dropped to 9-8. and eight. They actually have a losing record in conference play. 
And Penny was asked a question about whether or not he thought he could still get it done and, and had a very interesting answer throughout an F-bomb. And it just kind of didn't... It, it, there's a lot of takes about it uh, today and there were last night. Of course, obviously, the Memphis media has weighed in. A lot of the Memphis fans either very vocally on Penny's side or not on Penny's side after last night. And when you have a statement like that that gets so many views, of course, there's a lot of national media weighing in on it as well. Yeah. Um, Bleacher Report infamously put the video up and called him Tim Hardaway and didn't change the caption for like six hours. So all the comments on that are Tim Hardaway, question mark. (laughs) So... Come on, Bleacher Report. You got to do better. That It's really bad. Side has not been good in a decade, and that might have been pushing it to call it good then. With <laughs> Not wrong. You're not. I completely agree, but that's a different conversation for a different day. <laughs> with, this, with this statement, though, what Penny does is this, this is kind of a game plan of struggling coaches. Yeah. You turn it into an us-against-them situation. You do mm-hmm. that with... Your players, you do that with your fans. And it, maybe his players will rally. We'll we'll see. But I don't see it happening. It's it's gonna be tough. This is a guy that consistently brings in phenomenal, phenomenal recruiting classes, but they have not been able to get them to click in the way that matches Memphis expectations. Expectations are high there and they should be. They've had several good teams throughout the years. They always have a lot of good talent in that area. Their problem is they have a lot of offense. Their offense isn't bad. It needs some work, but it's not bad. But their defense is not very good. And that was kind of how it was at the beginning of the season. And then it flipped where now the offense is struggling and the defense is a little better. But now I don't know what's going on. So It's the media. They needs the media to stop asking him stupid bleeping questions. That's the issue. <laughs> but one thing that, that it looks like in just – Reading some of his other comments, it does seem like there could be some some chemistry issues on the team. You know, there was a game earlier in in the year where he blamed his upperclassmen. They yeah, need to be leaders, you know, their egos. They need to set those aside because these young guys are better. And then last night he said, you know what, we have four freshmen starting. So we've got 17, 18-year-olds trying to compete against grown men. So which one is it? Is it the fault of your freshmen or is it the fault of your upperclassmen? Yeah, he kind of flips back and forth. It's basically putting the blame on everyone but himself that's how that's how it looks to me and it's it's kind of embarrassing it's going to continue to be a story to watch because Memphis has put themselves in a very interesting situation and this is this is what happens when you hire um beloved figures yeah it never university it never works out it it can in some cases but there's two high-profile cases I can think of right now that we're kind of watching unfold. One, obviously, at Memphis basketball, but then you look at Nebraska football as well. And they go out yeah. and they bring in Scott Frost, who had done so well at UCF and was just thought to be a, a slam-dunk A-plus, A-plus-plus hire. And he has had those same struggles. And mm-hmm. he's going to have one of the hottest seats in college football coming into the 2022 season. So... Again, uh, you're not going to have to look very far. If you haven't seen that clip of Penny's response to the media last night, trust me, you are not going to have to look very far Just to find Penny it. Penny and you'll find it. <laughs> it is the front page of most major sports sites and all over social media. So you can go in and get up to speed on that if you haven't yet. When we come back, though, again, uh, we'll switch our attention to May State women's sports. Of course, volleyball news breaking yesterday after the show that A-State would be on the hunt for a new volleyball coach. And then uh, tough, tough night in Mobile. We'll recap it when we come back for A-State Women's Basketball here on The Ticket. Set chip, set chip.
This is Will Oswald with your Friday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update brought to you by Plaza Tire Service. Coming from 14 down with five minutes left in the first half, Arkansas State beating Texas Arlington last night at First National Bank Arena, 75-70 in Sunbelt Conference men's action. A double-double for North Shadow Mirror, 18 points and 16 rebounds to lead the way. Red Wolves host Texas State tomorrow afternoon. On the women's side, Arkansas State's three-game winning streak snapped last night in Mobile as South Alabama beat the Red Wolves 73-65 despite a game-high 25 from the Red Wolves' Jaro Washington and a double-double from both Morgan Wallace and Trinity Jackson. Red Wolves face Troy on the road tomorrow afternoon. In the SEC last night, Arkansas had no trouble in Coleman Coliseum, routing Alabama in Tuscaloosa 99-71. All five starters in double figures, led by Amber Ramirez with 19 points. Alana Eaton had six points on a pair of three-pointers. And the Grizzlies are back on the road tonight, playing at Denver pregame at 7.30 here on KNEA and KBRI. Four tires in one hour. That's guaranteed at Plaza Tire Service, and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. Money comes and money goes. Unfortunately, it doesn't come and go at the same pace. That and even coming and going of money is one of the most important reasons why you'll like doing business with Merchants and Planners Bank in Clarendon. First, open a checking account and you'll be able to keep track of all outgoing money. Second, a savings account. And then, when you're fortunate enough to have more money coming in than going out, you'll want to add that extra to your savings account and collect interest on it. And third, because you'll be an established customer at Merchants and Planners Bank in Clarendon. And when you have a money need that's more than you can comfortably afford from your savings or salary, you'll find that it's easy to obtain a loan. Why not visit Merchants and Planners Bank today and open both your checking and savings accounts? You'll find you're going in the right financial direction from then on. Merchants and Planners Bank in Clarendon, member FDIC. Exciting news from Denso and Osceola. Denso is the industry leader in the design of advanced automotive systems, building the best products in the world by using only the best people. And now, Denso has 30 openings that qualify for an extra $500 sign-on bonus in addition to Denso's normal sign-on bonus. Not only that, but based on experience, you could start night shift at between $16 per hour and $19.25 per hour. These openings will be filled on a first-come, first-served basis, so be the first First to attend our walk-in interviews this Wednesday so you don't miss out on this extra cash opportunity. Start your new career with Denso. You can get 13 days of paid vacation and 13 paid holidays in your first year by becoming a Denso team member today. Denso also offers attendance and referral bonuses plus medical, vision, and dental insurance and a 401k with a 4% match. You can also apply online today at DensoCareers.com and search Osceola, Arkansas. That's D-E-N-S-O Careers.com and search Osceola, Arkansas. Denso is an equal opportunity employer. Cooler weather is here, but that doesn't mean it's time to put up the clubs. NEA Golf Cars has all the accessories for the golfer who knows there is no off-season. Go by NEA Golf Cars and see their selection of windshields, rain covers, and countless other manufacturer original parts. And if it's time to park your cart, bring it to NEA Golf Cars for service to make sure there are no surprises next spring. And as always, you can check out their selection of new golf cars, including the Onward Series from Club Car. Call 236-GOLF or get by 
by NEA Golf Cars, Highway 49 in Paragool. While looking for a local shop for our team's uniform design, Unique Inc. was the first stop. Whitney and her team hit it out of the park with the design process, picking out jerseys and that all-important team merch for the kids. If you haven't tried Unique Inc. yet for any of your custom design needs, you need to today. You will be impressed with their service, skills, and efficiency. When they say, you imagine, we create, they mean it. Come see me. I'm Whitney with Unique Inc. You imagine, we create. Unique Inc. at 1320 Red Wolf Boulevard or call 203-9885. Unique Inc. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. Beware of threatening calls from telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. These calls are not from us. Hang up and report the call at oig.ssa.gov. This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. We've made it an hour through our day today. Kara Ritchie and Andrew Bowen with you. we got an hour more to go. Try not to fade at the finish. Trying. Trying not to. We'll see if we make it or not. We've still got a lot to talk about. And, of course, we do still have uh, picks for you to weigh in on. We've got our five for Friday picks. B.A. Burrito is on the line. Shout out to Keith Bowers, our winner last week. He entered his picks on Facebook. And after the show, we'll put uh, the slate there for you to weigh in on as well for those of you that can't call us on the phone. 9303-776 is that number, though. Of course, five questions on the divisional round. They're not too hard. Heck, most of them are 50-50 questions. So you can just pick one and we'll <laughs> see if you get it right. The KavanaughCars.com question asking you what is your must-watch game of the weekend, whether it is <clears throat> college or NBA basketball, NFL playoffs, maybe even some hockey. What's... Are you absolutely, definitely not going to miss? Our question is brought to you by our friends at KavanaughCars.com. Maybe you've been in the market for a new vehicle and, and you want to look around, but you are, uh, well, maybe you're Southern born and bred and you're not trying to deal with these temperatures right now. Well, good news. You can go ahead and start your search right there at KavanaughCars.com. Instead of worrying about getting all bundled up and putting on your hat and your scarf and your gloves and your giant puffy jacket and two pairs of socks and some boots and, and maybe even some long johns. You can just search for your car from the comfort of your couch. You can also go ahead and get pre-approved while you're there. Find out what your trade-in is worth and, and so much more. It's all for you at KavanaughCars.com. Looking at what's going on elsewhere around Arkansas State, of course, men's hoops getting a win last night, women's hoops suffering a setback, and we'll touch on that in a moment. The biggest news, though, coming from Arkansas State Volleyball yesterday, where it was announced that Santiago Restrepo has decided to step down, and that was that was effective immediately. So right now, that head coaching role for Arkansas State Volleyball is vacant. Uh, Santiago Restrepo has, has been at Arkansas State for the past three seasons, of course, he became the head coach after David Rear had some success and then was hired away by Houston. And Restrepo went 40-37 and 37 during his time at Arkansas State. And last season had a winning record, 15-14, and 14, but 6-10 and 10 
in the Sunbelt Conference. So now the question for A.D. Tom Bowen is, who's next? He said that a national search will begin immediately for the next coach of the program, uh, both Tom Bowen and uh, is going to be on this search committee. But in the meantime, Senior Associate AD, Senior Women's Administrator Amy Holt is going to oversee that program in an interim capacity during A-State's head coach search. So we'll see what's next. Uh, We'll talk more about that here in just a moment as everybody now is kind of looking around trying to see who might be interested, what that coaching search could look like. But let's check in with Red Wolf Mark. What are you doing? What coach are we looking for for what, what team? Volleyball. Volleyball? Oh. I think it ought to be Mr. Kerry Yeah, I disagree. I I'll, I'll, I'll vote on that. And Andrew could help her. We both already have jobs. I don't oh, know anything well. about volleyball. <laughs> well, if Andrew a coach, I pay me, me, me and Kerry. I could pay him a million dollars. If you're paying a million dollars, I'm coaching. I agree. <laughs> yeah. You going to bring me that pick. check today? Yeah. yeah. When? I'm ready to do it. Is it real money or Monopoly money? I don't know. Yeah, Monopoly okay. money. <laughs> All right. Over yeah. or under 47.5 points scored and 49ers at Packers? Over. Will the team leading at the half in Bengals and Titans win the game? Yes or no? Yes. Of the four games on the slate, how many will be decided by seven points or less? Maybe uh, four. Okay. Which quarterback yep. is going to throw an interception on Sunday? Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, neither or both? Josh Allen. Who wins in Bills and Chiefs? Chiefs. Tiebreaker, passing yards for Matty Stafford. Matty Stafford, I'm going to say, I'm going to say 250. I'm interested to say, okay. All righty. All right. I'm going to say, go Miss Lisa. Okay. And go Zach and go, just go everybody in Jonesboro and go Eddie. Okay. And uh, I'm, I'm going to say, go to, uh, I'm going to say, go Bedro tonight. Because Jonesboro playing tonight. Okay. The Hurricane Classic. I mean, not the Hurricane Classic, but uh, they're playing Cersei. Okay. Tonight. Yeah, and go Brad Bobo, because I know he'll be on there later on. Okay. Yeah, all righty, then. All righty. Thank all you. All righty. You've heard the questions. 930-3776. Back to volleyball here. Again, now Arkansas State is going to be looking for, for a coach, um, a program that, you know, had a lot of success under David Rear. Hadn't quite reached that same success level under Restrepo, but uh, was still was still solid. Um the question now is, Is who do you turn to next, and what does that searching process look like? Look, we're all still trying to learn how Tom Bowen operates as an AD. So when somebody is still new to your program, he's been here way under a year, What does he have a type? And I don't know what that type is at this point in time. Right now, there's technically you know two vacancies on the A-State campus, although... One is is currently filled by interim Destiny Rogers, who's doing a solid job. But these are going to be some big decisions coming up, and, and there's no indication on what the future is going to look like. I will tell you, obviously, there's there's names. Anytime there's a vacancy that opens, 
people kind of digest the news. They they try and think about, all right, why did this happen? Sometimes the reasons are clear-cut. Sometimes they're not. When they're not, as fans, we like to speculate, which there's a little bit of that going on today. But then what do we do immediately after that? We start throwing names at a wall and, and see what sticks. Um, obviously, this is a little bit easier said than done in sports like volleyball, where you kind of know what the next coach's resume is going to look like or in basketball when you can go search for some some high profile assistants and see what's available out there I'll be honest I don't necessarily know where you where you start with a volleyball coach there are going to be a lot of people who want Arkansas State to start in Jonesboro because there is of course a former Arkansas State volleyball standout in fact a Hall of Honor member who coaches not too far from the Arkansas State campus and of course I'm talking about Margie McGee who is still uh, the all-time career leader in in a couple of dis- different A-State volleyball stats. And I, I've been on the record in the past when A-State has had a volleyball, or excuse me, a football or basketball coach opening saying that, you know, you don't hire from the high school ranks. If A-State was ever to do that, this would be the exception. And there's one reason for that and one reason alone. It is because of her resume. There is not a coach in another sport in Northeast Arkansas, heck, maybe not in the state, that can put together the resume that she has. So that's why her name is out there, and you understand it because of the insane amount of success they've had at Valley View. Seven straight, 11 out of 12, I think, in terms of state championships. It's it's unreal. That's insane. The wow. number of, of titles. Again, I, I don't know who in the state in any sport can put up a resume like that. So... That is going to be something that you see a lot of from from the fans, and I, I understand why. Now, now personally, if I am if I am creating a a coach out of thin air, the the template that I like to see, and this is kind of an all sports thing, with the exception of football, who kind of goes by its own rules. But what we've seen at Arkansas State in the past to be successful is when you go out and find someone who fits the you know, lower-level success, maybe an assistant at a high-profile program template. But the coaches that I, I that, that kind of fit that bill, you know, David Rear, who had success here and, and took Arkansas State Volleyball to the NCAA tournament, he had been highly, highly successful as a JUCO coach at Blinn. He was even their AD for a little bit. And then uh, I don't I can't remember if he had, you know, Division three or Division two success, but he had a very, 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 very successful track record at a lower level. You look at Mike Hagan. That guy is a Hall of Famer. Uh, He took Indian Hills Community College to great heights there. They won championships. He's a golf Hall of Famer. And wouldn't you know, he's having an incredible amount of success at Arkansas State. You look at Grant McCaslin, his one-and-done year with Arkansas State. In the state of Texas, uh, early in his career, he was a successful Division Three head coach, and I believe uh, either JUCO or Division Two as well. He, he won at whatever level he was at before he became a Division One assistant coach and then the A-State head coach. Personally, I... that is a template I like to see A-State stick with. It's, It's not guaranteed that it will bring you success, but... It has worked in some cases previously. So there will be options for Tom Bowen as he starts to go through this search process. I, I do see people saying, oh, all right, well, great. We can hire a woman's coach to, to, to coach a woman's team. And not that I feel like I should be some voice for for women who care about sports because I'm I'm really the only woman in media in this area, but... 
please stop. And and the reason I say that is because right now there are so many more things that are that are more important than just having than than just the gender of your coach. And I'm what I mean by that is is are you asking if these programs are getting funded the same? Are there the same opportunities for volleyball players that there are for football players? Is there the same access to training tables that there are for volleyball players that there are for football players? Are you pushing for leadership positions on campus for female athletes the way you are in some of the more high-profile sports? Just just putting a, a, women, a, a woman as a head coach of a women's sport does not solve any Title IX issues that are happening right now on the Arkansas State campus. It's putting a Band-Aid over a bullet hole. So there's going to be conversations about that. But if you're determined to just see a woman in that role, you're probably really limiting your candidate pool. So ask different questions. Are these athletes being treated and giving the same advantages as some of their male peers? So that's my rant on that. We're going to hit pause here. we got to come back, uh, recap some action last night for Arkansas State women's basketball, and look ahead to what's going to be a really tough challenge tomorrow at Troy. That's on the way. Keep it here with us on The Ticket. We're not as socially awkward as you think. Search for 95.3 The Ticket on Facebook and follow us at 95.3 The Ticket on Twitter. New Core Steel, North America's most diversified steel and steel products company, is hiring. New Core Steel Arkansas and New Core Yamato Steel are seeking applicants for entry-level production positions. Come work for an elite company with highly competitive pay and amazing benefits. These positions offer an average starting compensation of 80000 Medical, dental, and vision plans, life insurance, education benefits and more go to jobs.newcorear.com to create a profile and join new course talent network then be online monday january 31st at 7 30 a.m when registration begins only a set number of applications will be accepted don't miss this chance to work for one of northeast arkansas's great companies new core steel and apply for this entry-level production position monday january 31st at 7 30 a.m at jobs.newcorear.com that's jobs.newcorear.com Newcore is an equal opportunity affirmative action employer and a drug free environment. You can save big this week at FoodSmart where you get all items at cost plus 10% at checkout. Get Prairie Fresh whole Boston butts sold in a two pack for $1.16 a pound. USDA select boneless New York strip steak value packs $5.88 a pound. Sugardale sliced bacon 40 ounces $8.97. Three pound bags of fresh clementines $3.55 and 24 packs of Coke products are $6.77 Be smart Shop Food Smart. Now open in Jonesboro and the two former Hayes Supermarkets locations on Nettleton and on G Street. Central Chevrolet Cadillac is Central Satisfaction. What is Central Satisfaction? Making sure you get the best deal on your next vehicle and award-winning customer service after you buy. Right now, get $500 off a 2022 Silverado plus 750 Conquest cash. Or how about $1,000 off a 2022 Blazer plus $750 Conquest cash. Also over 150 pre-owned vehicles in stock. See dealer for details. Central Chevrolet Cadillac is Central Satisfaction. 3207 Stadium Boulevard and online at centralchevrolet.com. The folks at 1812 Pizza Company want to thank you for supporting locally owned businesses during times like this. At 1812 Pizza, still feeding your family the best pizzas, sandwiches, and salads at all three of their locations. You can get curbside pickup in Manila or at Hilltop, and the Race Street location has a drive through window. Delivery is available from all 1812 Pizza locations, and it's brought to your door by one of their employees, not a third-party company. From their family to yours, thanks for eating local with 1812 Pizza Company. 
Home buyers throughout Northeast Arkansas continue to praise the team at First Financial Mortgage. Here's what Angela had to say. We bought and refinanced through First Financial Mortgage. It was an easy, stress-free process both times. We will continue to use them and refer everyone to them. I also had a friend getting a mortgage from a bank, and she was having a horrible experience. I gave them the number for Mary at First Financial Mortgage, and now they own their own house, which relieves so much stress for them. Call Mary Tucker today, 935-7808. First Financial Mortgage, equal housing lender, member FDIC. The Storehouse has a new location, 3102 Fox Road in Jonesboro, and they have everything for your business. Office supplies, office furniture, fireproof files, printer towers and ink, break room supplies, cleaning supplies, bathroom supplies, self-inking stamps, printing, and so much more. The Storehouse offers free delivery, and you can order online or over the phone if you need. The Storehouse, 3102 Fox Road in Jonesboro, or call 870-972-6360. Put your business in the hands of the experts at The Storehouse today. On paper? It's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. All right, welcome back to the show. 9303-776, the number to call. As we uh, dive into some A-State women's basketball talk. Again, asking you today... What is your must-watch game of the weekend? We also have some picks. and uh, Definitely going to be keeping tabs on the A-State women tomorrow as they take on Troy because they've, they've got to bounce back. And to be honest with you, from a shooting perspective, Saturday night can't, can't be much worse than what happened for A-State last night in, in Mobile. Um, this has been, you know, the Red Wolves have been such a, a great shooting team for so much of the season. That offense has just been rolling. Uh, we've talked many times about the, their points per game, how well they've been shooting. You know, they were leading the Sun Belt either in, I can't remember if it was three-point percentage or three-pointers made or both. Uh, but this is this has been a good shooting team all season. And the question was, what would happen when there was, you know, a little bit of a hiccup in, in the offense? Um, and I'll be honest, I, I expected, at some point in time you expect some kind of a, a little bit of a downturn. I mean, putting up 98, 81, those are totals that, that don't happen a lot of the time consistently. But when you expect a downturn, you don't quite expect what happened last night. Um, there were just, the shooting numbers last night for A-State were just, were just brutal, to be honest with you. One of 16 from three. There were two and nineteen in the second quarter, was which was really when things started to get away from the Red Wolves. Actually, late in the first, and then heading into the second quarter is when things uh, got difficult. Um, credit to A State throughout the game; they still were able to get to the line consistently and hit their free throws consistently. And honestly, that's what kept them in it. The fact that A State got to the line and, and were hitting their free throws, whereas South Alabama was pretty much trash from the stripe. I mean, that's that's why A-State was able to stay in this game, and that's why it was only a 73-65 margin of defeat. Um, prior to the game, we had been speculating about Kia Patton's status. Uh, it sounded like last night, you know, she got into pregame and just couldn't couldn't go. Uh, whether or not, you know, what that means for tomorrow, I'm not sure. But without her, it was, it, it was tough. Um, 17 turnovers to 4 assists. Of course, you don't get a lot of assist numbers if you can't hit your your shots. Uh, so that's why that number is so low. But yet, 
those numbers are still kind of startling based on what we've seen from a state you know so far this season in terms of how they've been able to share the ball and and things like that so uh credit a state you know they did did continue to have effort this was a game where they had a, a big rebounding advantage over South Al due to work on the glass from, you know, primarily Morgan Wallace and, and Trinity Jackson, but just all in all, just just a very, very, very forgettable night for A State at South Alabama. And and I know it's easy to look and say, Oh, well they were they were without Kia Patton. Look, South the Daguars are not good. They're missing a lot of people um this season. This is still a game that A State could have won, but it was just again, just just one of those nights where just nothing went in. The hope, of course, is now is that Pretty much everybody on the team got the bad shooting out of their system because yeah. the the only players that had even close to a gyro was right under fifty percent shooting. Trinity was right under fifty percent shooting. Everybody else was way 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 lower than that. So you hope that you know you just have one of those nights where everybody was kind of bad and they they rebound. And actually, you know what comes to mind is you go back to I'm trying to think of, of what game it was for the A State men's team. Um, I don't remember if it was if it was at Louisiana or if it was a different one, but there was a game not too far in the rear view where just I mean Caleb Fields and Desi Seals and Marquise Eaton all had awful nights all at the same time. They were somewhere around six for thirty six. And what happened? Well, A State's been led by its guard play, of course, in addition to O'Meara over the past couple of wins. So maybe we see the same thing happen here for the A State women as we saw for the men. You kind of have collectively just one bad night all together. You get it out of your system, and, and you come back and rebound. Unfortunately, the team you're trying to rebound against, this was this was already going to be your toughest task of the season in playing on the road at Troy, uh, who was the preseason favorite, won the league last year. Very, very good program. Uh, just really just they want every game to be a track meet. They're going to out-rebound you, out-hustle you. And now they're probably angry. They lost last night against Little Rock in a Joe Foley special, an ugly game in the 60s, which are the ones that Little Rock goes out and wins more often than not. Uh, Even though Little Rock had been struggling, or you thought they were going to struggle, and then lo and behold, they get to conference play and just start playing ugly basketball, and ugly basketball is winning basketball uh, for the the women's team at Little Rock. So, So you've got a Troy team now that's, kind of licking their chops a little bit. They've lost two out of their last three. So what is it going to look like tomorrow for Arkansas State to be able to rebound against uh, Troy? I mean, obviously, look, you, you have to shoot it better. Um, we'll wait and see what, what Kia Patton's status is, if she is available at all, and what her recovery looks like. But uh, just going to have to be a, a, a good shooting night. You know, every, a, lot, a lot of different players are going to have to perform better than they did um, Thursday night, so so we hope that happens. Four o'clock is when that one tips off, right here on the Ticket Radio Network. So we'll be talking some A State hoops on Monday. Uh, regardless, we'll we'll see how those go. Nine three zero three seven seven six is the number to call, and we've got picks for you. Also asking you today whether it's you know college hoops, the NFL playoffs, something else. What is your must watch game this weekend? And Really, you just kind of hope that we get to see more exciting games than we saw last week. And I know I've said that over and over, but but again, last week's slate, as you all are fairly aware of, was was not the best slate, just due to the fact that everything was a blowout. Um, 
not really expected to be the case this week. And and part of it, look, you don't have this week seven seeds that limped into the playoffs that yeah. only got in because the playoffs are expanded. Really, uh, you know, the un- the only underdog that won last week was the 49ers. So these are all some of the top seeds that are left in the playoffs. So you expect good matchups just based on that alone. But you look around and I feel like you do have some, some pretty good storylines uh, throughout the playoffs throughout the the teams that are left you know obviously the very first game on the slate with with Bengals and Titans the big question is what's in store for for Derrick Henry Uh, by all accounts he is expected to be activated for this game and should be starting for this one on Saturday so they've been trying to see how he would respond to contact they did that earlier that week earlier in the week because it's it's been a while since he's had to deal with any contact. Um, he but he took part in all of the practices this week, did not have any setbacks, and so now the question is not whether or not the Titans will have him. It is how much will they have him in this game? Again, is he how close is he to one hundred percent? How much of this is a pain tolerance issue? Because again, if you or trying to remember, all right, it's been November since we've seen him play. I've slept since then. It was a fractured foot. So, obviously, this is a, a situation that is, you know, it's it, he's a running back. you got to have some healthy feet to be able to go out and contribute. So, True. when he went down, he led the NFL in rushing yards and rushing touchdowns. And, in fact, how does this, this is kind of a crazy note. He played eight games. And... His 937 rushing yards and 10 rushing touchdowns still ranks sixth among all running backs for this season. It's crazy. And he played in less than half a season. It's crazy. Now, part of that, we see so many running backs by committee at this point that you don't have that running back out there that that continues to get just the lion's share of carries that we used to see. And you have a lot of touchdown vultures and Third down backs and pass catching. It's just such a different position than it was even five years ago. But, I mean, Derrick Henry back is huge, huge, huge. And then that game, you know, I, I I think it was, I can't remember if it was D-Money or somebody else earlier who mentioned, you know, what is Joe Burrow going to continue to look like as in his evolution as a quarterback? Um, he's, he's obviously not there yet, but it was, what, year two when Patrick Mahomes took a pretty significant leap? Yeah, it was. And Joe, Joe Burrow, although, again, not quite in the Mahomes category yet, is we're seeing that this year. Now, part of that has to do with the fact of, of health. Um, you know, you get injured in your rookie year, you're not going to be able to get out there and, and grow in the game as much as other rookie QBs. Plus having Jamar Chase yes. definitely helps. <laughs> and Joe Mixon healthy, too. But um, they've got some weapons. Yeah, this game, I think, is going to be really good, but... My biggest thing is, can the Titans' offense keep up with the Bengals' offense? Because I think the Bengals' offense has a lot more weapons. Um, Obviously, Derrick Henry coming back helps them a lot. But, I mean, they have three different star wide receivers. And, I mean, we'll we'll see how the Titans do. They still have A.J. Brown, but I don't don't know. And Tannehill just kind of – I've always thought he was sketchy throwing the ball. I just think some of his passes are great, and then sometimes he has that one that gets away from him. So, I don't know. But I'm not saying Burrow's better than Tannehill. No way. But we'll see what happens. When when you look at the 
slate of quarterbacks that we're going to see this weekend, though it does kind of feel like Tannehill is a little bit of the, not the weak link, mm-hmm. but and it's honestly more about just having less star power than, yeah. than anything else when you look at all the guys that are still out there because, I mean, obviously, uh, gosh, with Rodgers and Brady and, and especially the quarterbacks that are playing on Sunday, which at this point in time are almost – or at least they're either household names now or they're going to be in about three or four years. So everybody's like, Tannehill? I'll be honest with you. I had to think for a second before you said his name who the Titans quarterback <laughs> was. I had to say, I was like, um, we're talking about offensive weapons. I should I should know the answer to this question. Who is it? <laughs> um, uh, but the thing with Tannehill, as you're mentioning all these other quarterbacks, this is something that I've been thinking about all season is, you know, Patrick Mahomes is mobile. He has a good arm. Josh Allen, mobile, good arm. Joe Burrow, somewhat mobile, good arm. Ryan Tannehill, somewhat mobile, his arm's okay. Yeah. And that's the difference, I think. And I will say Tannehill's better than Burrow just because we haven't seen enough of Burrow. I think Burrow in the long run will be better than Tannehill. But for now, I will put Tannehill above Burrow just because of his veteran status. But because of his lack of arm talent, we'll see what happens. That's the uh, Bengals-Titans 3.30 game on CBS on Saturday. The nightcap 49ers at Packers where it's going to be <laughs> probably less than 12 degrees at game People time. People are going to freeze in the stands. <laughs> if we see if we see a blowout this weekend, this is the one that I have circled. I'm not saying we're definitely going to see it again because I feel like the competition across the board is better, just better matched this week. But definitely, if there is one, it's this is this is what I'm looking at. Um, Green Bay is p- favored uh, by more points than, than anybody else on the slate. Um, not huge because the, the lines are smaller in the NFL. It's only five and a half. But but still, again, if we see that game that looks kind of not competitive by the half, I feel like this is going to be the one that's it. I just feel like, you know, and, and you can critique his personality or – or his statements, or whatever else. But I feel like Rodgers is on a different level this year in, in terms of trying to, to to will this to happen. Yeah. He, you know, we, we've seen Brady go out and look like he's going to play for forever and forever and forever, but surely everybody else realizes that's the exception and, the not, and not the rule. Um, Rodgers is 38. He's had a night where it seems, uh, not a night, a season where it seems like he is constantly in the news, but it's not always for football, despite the fact that they've been very, very good this season. So that's going to be – the task is continuing to kind of cash the check that his mouth has written all year long um, mm-hmm. and, and have here towards this tail end of the season his storyline for 2022 be actually more about what happened on the field than what happened off of it, which right now it's it's not. Um, so I think he's still trying to get that narrative back around to football. Actually, I say that, but he doesn't care. I mean, he goes on Pat McAfee's show every week and talks about whatever. So maybe he just does I don't think, not care I don't think at he's bothered by it. I don't think he's bothered by it. And then we saw the, the writer that said he wouldn't vote for Aaron Rodgers for MVP, and then Aaron called him a bum. So Well, I, that guy walked it back, too. True, true. He was but, like, oh, just kidding. <laughs> it's a prank. But, uh, yeah, I mean – yeah, we'll see what happens. It's it's definitely like a different kind of energy we've seen out of Aaron Rodgers this whole season. He just is on a mission. One thing that I am looking forward to in this this game, um, I am curious how Elijah Mitchell is going to fare. Of course, he is 
they're playing for the Niners. Uh, really, really good game last week. And that's a guy that, of course, went out and had a lot of success for the Raging Cajuns in his college career. Yeah. One of the many Elijahs that unfortunately ran all over the Red Wolves during his time. <laughs> I don't he was not quite as damaging to the A State spirits as I think maybe Elijah McGuire was, but he was not necessarily kind to the Arkansas State defense either. So we got him and then we got Jawan Jennings on there too from my college. So I mean just a just a team full of college guys. Finished with ninety six yards. Um, last week, and again, he's had he's had a pretty good season. He's had one, two, three, four, five different games where he's rushed for over a hundred yards this year. He's had, of course, several rushing touchdowns. Even had a receiving touchdown sprinkled in there too. So uh, he is is there in that backfield with um, you know they've got another standout running back as well that they'll be giving carries to. So how does he partner with Debo Samuel and? How those guys compliment each other and uh, try and take down Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay. Probably neither one of those, though, are actually my must-watch game on the NFL slate. We'll continue to talk about it when we come back. Got to hit pause, though. We'll return in a moment here on the Workday Red Zone. Northeast Arkansas Sports Station is 95.3 The Ticket. Central Nissan is Central Satisfaction. What is Central Satisfaction? Making sure you get the best deal on your next vehicle and award-winning customer service after you buy. And right now, get special invoice pricing on the remaining new 2021 Nissans at Central Nissan. Titans, Murano's, Altimus, and more must go with special invoice pricing. See dealer for details. Central Nissan is Central Satisfaction. At the corner of Parker and Stadium in Jonesboro and online at centralnissan.net. 2022 is here, and the more some things change, the more one thing stays the same. It's always worth the drive to Mr. T's. At Mr. T's, they offer the coldest beer at the lowest prices. And that's not just some slogan. Go by Mr. T's, and you're going to save serious money on their selection of more than 200 beers from around the world. The biggest selection and the best prices. No wonder they say it's worth the drive to Mr. T's. Just across St. Francis River in Cardwell or Mr. T's Express in Red Onion, Missouri. Riceland Foods in Jonesboro is hiring. Apply online at Riceland.com for full-time, direct hire manufacturing positions in our parboil mill and plant. Riceland Foods is an equal opportunity employer with a new competitive pay scale geared toward advancement and benefits, including medical, dental, and vision insurance, paid time off, and paid holidays. Riceland Foods in Jonesboro has immediate openings for full-time manufacturing positions. Start your new career today with Riceland Foods. Go to Riceland.com and select jobs at the top of the page to apply online. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas is committed to serving their banking customers as well as the communities where they live. And that's why we've invested in a new local call center located in our main office that not only provides FNBEA customers with access to real-time support for their banking needs, but also creates opportunities for more East Arkansans to come work with the region's largest independently owned bank. As your hometown bank for 135 years, we're offering convenience and commitment to all our many loyal customers. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas. Member FDIC. 
When you're dealing with the weather in Arkansas, you know you can have all four seasons in a week. But at J.T. White Hardware and Lumber, they know it's winter, and they've got everything you need to get ahead of a winter storm. Go by J.T. White today for faucet covers and pipe wraps, plus shovels and ice melt to help clear those driveways and sidewalks. And if you're just wanting to have some fun, they've got sleds in stock, too, at J.T. White. Trust the name the pros trust, even in winter weather. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber, located at Parker and Harrisburg Roads, just off I-555 in Jonesboro. Arkansas State Parks are your passport to explore everything the natural state has to offer, from our storied past to our scenic beauty. With unexpected escapes like Jacksonport State Park, you can get a unique look at our state's history. Each one of our 52 state parks offers something just a little bit different. So pick up your passport at any State Park Visitor Center. Plan your trip at ArkansasStateParks.com. Brought to you by this station and the Arkansas Broadcasters Association. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Had a, <laughs> a brain lapse for a second. For forever, this was the music we played in heading into the very last segment of the show. And I was about to come back and do the outro spiel, last call on the phones, blah, blah, blah. It's 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 not. We've got another segment after this. Not trying to wish my <laughs> life away, by the way. And, of course, I've enjoyed talking with all of you today. So uh, we've got a little bit more time than I kind of had scripted out in my head for a second. 9303776 is the number here on the Ritter Communications Hotline. And asking you what is on you're scheduled this weekend as your must-watch game of the weekend. Of course, Saturday I'll be at it, First National Bank Arena watching A-State host Texas State. And I'm very, very, very much looking forward to that one. So uh, probably won't get to see you know that mid-afternoon game there between the Bengals and the Titans, or at least much of it. Uh, I'll, I'll watch some Niners and Packers, but it's really hard not to be excited about the Sunday slate in the NFL. And I'm not overly hyped about about Buccaneers and Rams because again like every everything that Tom Brady is doing is amazing don't get me wrong we've been talking about Tom Brady for 15 years <laughs> very true <laughs> so I also hate to say it because I love Matthew Stafford I've always loved him his whole career but I think he's going to get exposed in that game well it's been ugly this season when you look at you know the the marquee <laughs> matchup of the four games I, I don't know how everybody is not getting hyped up about Bills and Chiefs. I know. It's going to be a great game. Yeah, and so much of that just based on, well, obviously you look at what they've done all season, but you look at the fact that they've got the two of the brightest, shining, rising stars in terms of NFL quarterbacks, which at this point in time, you know, Patrick Mahomes is, is almost a household name. He's very much on his way to it, and Josh Allen is playing like he should be. And then you look at the way that both of these teams just absolutely dismantled their competition in the wild card round. Yeah. And it's hard not to be hyped up for this one. And I, I hope I'm not hyping it up too, too much in my head. You're not. I mean, to with your point with the two rising stars, you've also got Stephon Diggs. You've got Tyreek Hill. You have that matchup. You have Travis Kelsey, who has been kind of the best tight end in the NFL for a while, along with a rising tight end, Dawson Knox. I mean, it's all across the board. You've got great matchups the defenses are good it's going to be a good game and it's exciting and it's going to be really cold but it'll be fun to watch <laughs> thankfully not as cold as what they've got going on obviously there in uh in 
Green Bay. Yeah, those Bay Area, that Bay Area team is going to struggle in that cold, <laughs> which stinks. Go Niners, but we'll see what happens. It'll be like 40 at kickoff in Kansas City. It could be worse. 40 in Kansas City? Yeah. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. Is there wind chill? I mean, probably. <laughs> that might be the, the deal breaker. 40, but it feels like 10. Look, I can sit here and try and play radio meteorologist, but that's not going to be a very good segment. So Yeah, show me the radar. So me, you know. <laughs> we, can just, we can just move on uh, from that one. It's Yeah, it's going to be cold, but it's not anything like some of the brutal conditions that are be going on elsewhere. True. So it'll be, it'll be all right. Uh, but uh, that game, of course, is going to be the, the afternoon game there. Or the early evening, 530 is when that one is. 2 o'clock and 530, your start times on Sunday. So uh, we do have our five for Friday picks with the divisional round questions for you. And, of course, a tiebreaker. So you all can weigh in on those at 9303776. Do you want to pass along some other NFL news and uh, regards to A-State alum? And that is Kirk Merritt. Kirk Merritt, not a Dolphin anymore. Wah, wah, but... He is now going to be a saint. And so for those of you that are kind of bandwagoners like me and you make your choice of teams to root for based on A-State alums, this this is right up your alley. Uh, because, of course, he joins DeMario Davis there. But uh, he did put out a post on his social media yesterday saying, Thank you, Miami Dolphins, for giving me the opportunity of a lifetime to play this game at the highest level. Thank you to all my teammates who made me a better player over the past two seasons. After a long seven years... I'm finally returning home to live out my childhood dream of playing for the New Orleans Saints. Through all the highs and lows I've faced since leaving New Orleans, I'm honored to come home to the most electric fan base in the NFL. I'm excited to give you my all on and off the field for this great city that raised me. I bleed black and gold. Who dat? I don't have any information about, you know, the contract that he signed, but he's going to be there with the Saints. And obviously he's very excited. You know, I've seen stories about how he had uh, tickets to Saints games as as a child. So this really is who he who he grew up rooting for. And now he's got that chance to play for them. So we will be keeping tabs on him in New Orleans. I, I hope it goes well. We'll find out. Unfortunately, he did not get many opportunities at all to make his mark in his two seasons with Miami. So I can't even tell you if he's going to have success or not. I hope so. Hope so too. Feel like he still has, you know, an insane amount of freak athleticism and that he he could be an asset there in both obviously the the receiving game but also in special teams as well. But we'll have to wait and see if if the Saints feel that way. They obviously signed him to some kind of contract. I don't know if it's a reserve contract or what exactly it'll be, but again, we will continue to look around. Don't see any other A-State alum news. Of course, it's been a couple weeks or at least uh early last week that were reports that you know Cody Grace had done an NFL workout Money Hunter had done an NFL workout but have not seen any updates and, and those guys did not get signed after said workouts but we're not even to the offseason yet so there's still a whole lot that will take place between now and the next NFL season which is when we would have the opportunity to see these guys so again uh, we'll continue to look around and, and make sure you stay updated on any A-State alumni news. Let's go ahead and take a break. We've got one more break to take. So we'll go ahead and dive into that, come back, and uh, try and throw everything at you that we missed and call it a week here on the Workday Red Zone. The Ritter Communications Hotline is open now on Northeast Arkansas Sports Station. Call 930-3776.
The Northeast Arkansas Bridal Expo, the largest bridal expo in the region, is coming up Sunday, February 6th. This is our 25th year for the Bridal Expo, where we've connected over 7,000 brides with businesses all over the area to create their dream wedding. This year, they're predicting more weddings than ever for the state of Arkansas. For booth space for the Northeast Arkansas Bridal Expo, contact Lori at 870-930-0910. That's 870-930-0910. It's the largest bridal expo in Northeast Arkansas, Sunday, February 6th, at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center in Jonesboro. Don't delay a call for booth space today at 870-930-0910. Registration is going on now at East Arkansas Community College. There's never been a better time to enroll in classes at EACC. If you want to make a change in the new year, let EACC help you get there. Many programs are available to get you trained and to get you to work. Free money for spring is available for students enrolled in six or more hours. Apply online at eacc.edu, visit the Wind Center or Main Campus in Forest City, or call 870-633-4480 to get registered for spring classes. Spring classes begin Tuesday, January 18th. Don't wait to get registered. Go to eacc.edu or call 870-633-4480 today. Tax time is drive now time at Car Today because we just say yes. Yes to offering you a great selection of Carfax verified cars, trucks, and SUVs that you can buy now and pay later. Even though you won't file your taxes for a while, we can help you use part of your tax refund now and pay later. Bad credit, no credit, bankruptcy, no problem. Because at Car Today, we know bad things happen to good people. All of our vehicles come with our peace of mind package included free warranty, free oil changes, debt protection, sales tax financed available, and satisfaction. Action guarantee. And with tax time at Car Today, you bring us a pay stub and we will use part of your expected tax refund right now to get you into a car, truck, or SUV. Stop by Car Today and see how you really can buy now and pay later. Plus, when 10 people you refer buy a vehicle from us, we will pay off yours. It's tax time at Car Today, 3404 Stadium, or online at NEACarToday.com. Car Today, you ride today. Just say yes. You've got a lot riding on how well your car gets repaired. When you choose Stadium Auto Body after an accident, you know you've chosen the best body shop in Northeast Arkansas. Stadium Auto Body is iCar Gold Class certified, meaning our auto body professionals have current, up-to-date training that contributes to complete, safe, and quality repairs. Accidents happen. We're what happens next. Stadium Auto Body in Jonesboro and StadiumAutoBody.com. Stadium Auto Body, take care of you. Did you know when you donate a kidney, you give the gift of life? I had no idea you could donate an organ while you were still alive. If I'm born with two healthy kidneys but only need one, I'd do it again. Visit the National Kidney Foundation at kidney.org. Now you know. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Home stretch here on the Workday Red Zone. Last call on the phone is 9303-776. You can get your picks in with us or you can just wait. We'll have them up on Facebook. Before you coming up this afternoon, I say that and there was twice during the college football season I forgot. So I'm going to have to put it on my <laughs> to-do list <laughs> so I don't screw that up. Oops. Sometimes there's just a lot going on, okay? Yeah, it's, you know. Can't help it. There's a lot to watch this week, and Grizzlies are playing tonight. They're going to be here on the ticket later. A lot of moving parts. Yeah. It's, um, a, it's a hard life we live, you know. 
I'll be honest, I don't know how much that Grizzly's going mean, to keep tabs on, uh, to be completely honest with you. Well, it's not, it's, it's not you, Grizzlies, it's me. Actually, it is you, because, like, half your roster is still missing. Uh, the Grizzlies have, if you saw their, their health updates going into that Milwaukee game, they have put out the same updates recently. There is one, one exception. They have upgraded Killy and Tilly from out to questionable. But everybody else who is out, they're still out. So we still no Dylan Brooks, no Kyle Anderson, uh, no Tyus Jones. Oh, I'm leaving somebody out that's important. No Desmond Bain. Uh, so it's still going to be a really tough challenge tonight, taking on the Nuggets. Obviously, we saw John Jaron give the Bucks absolutely everything they could handle. But more often than not, even if you have two guys just playing lights out right now in the NBA, you need somebody who can complement them as well. You need a, a third scorer, or a third helper, or a third something. And there's just hardly anybody else left on that bench right now. So we'll see what happens. I can tell you, regardless of, of who's on the court for the Grizzlies, they will be playing at 8 o'clock tonight. And you will be able to hear that game right here on the ticket with your pregame coverage coming up at 7.30. It'll be a busy weekend, of course. We'll have uh, A-State women's basketball for you tomorrow. A-State men's basketball on K-Fine. So a uh, busy, busy E-A-B weekend. I'm sure there will undoubtedly be, in addition to these games to recap on Monday, some kind of weird, wacky, goofy sports around either the college or professional world. But... Got to take just a minute today to talk about Billy Napier before we wrap things up. Of course, you know, I, I've kind of, sort of, a little bit been following what he was doing since he was hired at Florida. Mainly because everything he's doing right now is ticking off Cajun fans. And I don't really have a big issue with that. So I've kept along with that <laughs> for pure entertainment value. But um, as a new coach does when he joins a new program, he starts to assemble his staff, make his hires... And then you'll see, of course, the program start announcing said hires. Well, Napier already has most of his staff in place. But he made a new hire today that raised a lot of eyebrows. He hired a guy who was with Napier at at Louisiana, which is no surprise there. I mean, he's brought a ton of that staff over. A guy by the name of Chris Couch. And he was at Louisiana as the Cajun Special Teams Coordinator and the Director of Quality Control and Analytics. Okay, cool. Those are all normal phrases. Those are all normal football phrases that we understand, right? Special Teams Coordinator, Quality Control, Analytics. As sports fans, we understand these phrases. Mm -hmm. However, now they're just making up titles at Florida. Billy Napier is just making up titles. Because Chris Couch has been announced as the Gators' Game Changer Coordinator. Game changer, <laughs> all one word, capital G, capital C, coordinator. Game changer coordinator. Hmm, put that on a name tag. That sounds like in like a Disney movie where they needed to put a position for the, the star of the show. It sounds like a position at Dave and Buster's. <laughs> it is, this is not a football position. Like, again, what are you starting to do? But this is so silly. Like why? a position at David Buster's. That's what are, hilarious. What, are, what is the point of this title? It's just hilarious to me. That's funny. Which look, I I get kind of the thought process behind it. Yes, if you have a quality special teams, you can absolutely 
impact games in incredible ways and you can change the way that a game is going in fact you know you think about a special team's return touchdown or a punt block those are yes those are very very often game changing plays you have one of those for your team and it very well could decide the outcome but that that please for the please do not make this a thing college football i I don't want to be sitting here six months down the road and have to have to introduce an interview with Arkansas State's Kurt Baldus, the game changer coordinator of the Red Wolves. Please, please, let's not have this catch let's on. Not make it a thing. Let's not not make this catch on. If it does, though, we're going to start just coming up with goofy names for everybody else. I'm going to change the running backs coach title to the Rock Toter Tutor, and uh, the defensive line coach will now be the sack director. So, you guys just go ahead and keep that in your notes for the future, just in case. Just in case Game Changer Coordinator becomes a thing. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I don't know if Billy Napier has taken any more players from the Rage and Cajuns in the past 24 hours. He certainly took uh, several to begin with. But uh, no uh, no significant portal news from the Sun Belt, I don't think, over the past few days. And I uh, did not check today on Arkansas State's recruiting rankings to see if, if they had added some of the unranked guys or to see if those rankings continue to go up of course we shared the update yesterday that now 24 7 has gone not just with um you know not just with the recruiting ranking and the transfer portal ranking they've put it all together to give each program a combined ranking and of course Arkansas State's ranks first in the Sun Belt and and very high in the overall group of five uh but still checking in here still some some updates that they need so still haven't added uh, Jordan Carmouche as a transfer and still four players that will need to be evaluated. So I know, uh, in fact, it's been a couple months. Jeff Reed was saying he's put in a request to get those guys evaluated and get them a recruiting ranking, but nothing yet. So it'll be interesting to see how that uh, final re- recruiting ranking looks after, you know, the February signing day and after all everything is all said and done. Of course, to be honest with you, it still won't be 100% accurate because there will undoubtedly be a couple of blue shirts in this class. And so those won't be announced until your 2023 signing class. So uh, you just kind of have to figure it out in your head. I know it's a lot of math, but you guys, you do the math. You guys do the math. You do the math. (laughs) Figure out how it's going to go. Uh, Home stretch here for us on the program. But again, uh, we'll have those picks for you later on. Facebook, uh, looking around to see if there's any other news. Uh, there is some ES, uh, ESPN. There is some uh, NCAA news worth monitoring, although we're not going to dive into it today, in that uh, they have decided to go ahead and uh, there's going to be a new NCAA rule book. Uh, the members voted on Thursday to approve a new constitution. So that was approved by most of the members, and now they have to figure out what that looks like. Um, the NCAA is like a 400-page rule book. So do you try and pare that down, make it easier for everybody to understand? Or with so many things right now either not working or being a huge state of flux in college athletics, do you just start over and try and completely rebuild the model of what college athletics should look like? I don't know about starting over, but I don't know. That's hard. I guess... Hmm. A lot of stuff that they're going to have to, to yeah. scrap, and there's no good answer. I mean, I would say start over, but 
I guarantee you if they if that happened, it would just be built on the already existing stuff. Well, it has to be somewhat. Yeah. I mean, you're not starting over, over. Yeah, but right. you there's there's a lot that's changed since they probably had that rule book started to begin with. Yeah, it definitely needs to be re reworked and reassessed. One sure. more note here, and I meant to mention this earlier when we were talking about A-State men's basketball, but uh, farewell to Marquise Eaton's streak. His streak of consecutive free throws made ended last night in that game against UT Arlington. However, 40 is a pretty good number. 40 straight free throws made for Marquise Eaton. So now he just uh, now he just gets to start another streak yeah. to wrap up his college career. We'll see that happen coming up tomorrow as they take on Texas State at two. Uh, that's a wrap for us. Appreciate you all hanging out with us this week. Appreciate all our guests, all our callers, all of you who tweeted, commented, and everything else. Keep it here. The setup with Kate and Andrew is next, followed by the drive at three o'clock. Have it here Monday morning for the front row with Budro at seven. RWRC Radio with JC at ten, and then the Workday Red Zone will be back at noon. So for Andrew, I'm Kara. Thanks so much for hanging out. Can't wait to talk to you then. Have a great, great weekend. <laughs>